Hey, it's Last Name Good here. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about Lander. That's Lander.com, L-A-N-D-R.com. They do audio mastering, but not in a way that you're really expecting. Uh, mastering makes your music sounds polished and professional. You need it, you know, if you want to compete in, in the arena, the big arena of music. So uh, using an engineer, you know, it can cost anywhere between 150 bucks to 10000 a song, honestly. But Lander Audio has made an algorithm that does the same thing for a fraction of the cost. Actually, about $4 a month is where it's starting at. So it's the fastest, the cheapest, best option on the market. And they make your music sound accessible to everyone it works by using artificial intelligence to analyze your track and then it performs the same process and steps as a real engineer would use so you can try it for free and to be a supporter of the straight out the den podcast so here's how you can do it uh, go to join.lander.com so that's join.landr.com slash s-o-d-d you go in there, you're going to get two free waves of your master. If you want to know what it really sounds like, check out this audio clip and let me know your thoughts. Now, what you're hearing right now is an unmastered track compared to a, a professional master track. Mastering in the final boost and polishing music needs to sound radio ready. Usually, you know, like I said, mastering can cost anywhere between 150 bucks to... 10,000 per song depending on the engineer of course but what you've just heard right now is mastered by lander using the artificial intelligence and all you have to do is go to lander.com once again use my promo code join.lander.com slash s-o-d-d you're going to go there try mastering your own music for free today join.lander.com slash s-o-d-d lander is l-a-n dr we greatly appreciate it and look you're not just doing me a favor and i'm not the only person that vouched for it disney warner music nas everyone's favorite mc at some point and a ton of others but i personally use it and i personally vouch for it so once again to be a supporter of the straight out the damn podcast go to join.lander that's l-a-n-d-r.com slash s-o-d-d What's going on, people? It's Last Name Good on the Straight Out the Damn Podcast. Uh, recording again from the car. I'm starting to like the vibe of this. No, it's not an everyday occurrence, man. But trust me, it's our duty to make sure that you have a podcast every week. And we're going to do what we have to do to make sure that you get it. So, look, I'm in Atlanta right now. The Sweet 16 is here, uh, which means more traffic in the city. So, I'm actually sitting in traffic right now on 7585. Uh, and I thought, hey, what better way than to pull up the phone and you know give you guys some of my thoughts so before i really get into today's podcast i wanted to tell you guys about the no buffer podcast remember a couple of weeks ago i told you that we were doing some exciting new things and um we were ending the good hennessy show uh well the good hennessy show did end but there are new things on the horizon no buffer podcast where we say what we want when we want whenever we want to who we want no buffer, just facts. And so uh, join me, uh, last name good, I'm the music guy, uh, Cheyenne XO, the XO, the uh, lovely XO, um, and Lingo Steve, the slit talker. Uh, as we, you know, talk about society, culture, everything that comes to mind, there's no subject off limits. And uh, we're joining the live hip hop daily team, Monday nights at 7 p.m. You can catch us there live. Uh, the first episode airs this coming monday at 7 p.m on live hip-hop daily so make sure you check that out uh we're also going to play a teaser today 
Um, so, you know, you can kind of vibe with it for a little bit. Uh, it's like a five or six minute teaser of what to expect uh, from the No Buffer podcast. So I'm super excited about that. Um, even though I'm the music guy on the show, we're going to be talking about all things not necessarily related to music, which for me serves as an escape because, I mean, I, I talk about music all the time, as you know. I run a hip hop site. I do a lot of those things. And every now and then it's just kind of cool to just, you know, chop it up about just life and, and, and other topics other than, you know, music and hip hop. It kind of, you know, expand my horizons, if you will. So uh, we, we're having a great time over there. We, we did a couple of t- trial runs and the chemistry is there. Uh, we've all been hanging around each other for a year or so now. So uh, we already had a bond, but now there's a a more intentional bun with the no buffer podcast so if you want uh you should go and subscribe on itunes uh to the no buffer podcast and, and you'll see that it's just type in no buffer and you know it'll be the first one to pop up just look for the the people of color uh because we're shining like a star uh, on that um artwork and so uh make sure you go there if you want to check out a little bit more information go to no buffer podcast.com and see some things there um Second thing that I want to talk about, Paid in America, um, April 12th, we're with Mickey Fats, Alfred Banks, and the homie Typical Div at the Masquerade Atlanta. Uh, as I told you guys before, I do have physical tickets. If you're not in the metro Atlanta area and can't pull up on me or I can't pull up on you for physical tickets, that's cool. Uh, you can go to Ticketmaster.com and get those tickets as well. Um, but we would love to see you. It's going to be a good time. It's arguably probably going to be the biggest show paid in america has been on um and so that's great that's great for us the progression um as a collective and um you can go to paidinamerica.com right now to get tickets uh for that show if you if you can't you know pull up on me with the with the physicals we also have it there and actually go to paidinamerica.com that's uh paid in america no cities three k's um go there and it's a new website up uh we've cleaned up everything there's new photos there's there's new life new energy uh so definitely go there and check out those pictures there i i think you'll uh you'll enjoy the new website the new look for paidinamerica.com and there's new things on the horizon no free lunch uh is on the way so um if you want more information on that text no free lunch to 444-999 once again text no free lunch to 444-999 and um you can stay afloat on what's going on on that side so uh those are the the quick announcements i wanted to make sure that i got those out of the way remember we're going to play um a snippet if you will actually it's going to be a five minute teaser of the no buffer podcast immediately following um uh, today but really wanted to talk like last week we talked about festival season and a lot of great feedback there are people um hitting me up in my dms crazy and just talking about like man thank you for the information uh it's very insightful and you know a lot of people attested to those exact same things that they saw at south by southwest and so um it was kind of ironic but you know those things tend to happen and it's all about trying to navigate your your way through that uh today i really wanted to focus on finding yourself as an artist um it may feel like a cliche topic but it's just amazing how many artists that i I talk to on a regular basis that don't really have an idea of what they want to do right and 
that's cool. That's cool early on, you know, trying to figure yourself out. I, I think that's, in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's perfect uh, to be in that position because if you're constantly trying to challenge yourself and figure out who you want to be as an artist, that means that you have room for growth and room for, for improvement. And if you're willing to grow and improve, you're only going to get better from that point. But at some point, you have to figure those things out, right? Like, what type of artist do you want to be? Do you want to be an album-driven artist? Or do you want to be a single-driven artist? Now, I, I will say it's a slippery slope, um, especially because we're in a climate now where, you know, truth be told, CDs are not being sold, right? Like, CDs just, people don't sell CDs. Um, actually, Best Buy don't even sell CDs. So, you know what I mean? Like, Target, all of those places, they're slowly, you know, purging cds from from their marketplace and for good reason you know sales are declining you know unless you're like a top tier artist you can still move units but for the most part it's streaming right and they've yet to to really figure out the compensation model for streaming the technology is there but the 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 payment um is not necessarily there for the on the artist side right uh, and they're, they're still figuring that out and once they figure it out it's going to be great for artists i think but that still needs to be figured out but you know figure out for yourself do you want to be a album driven artist or do you want to be a singles driven artist and if you want to be an album driven artist that's cool um there is absolutely nothing wrong with that you just need to have a plan in place the the days of dropping an album and then moving on or completely done like uh, one thing that I want artists to really dial into and, and, and hear if you don't hear anything else on this podcast is that the J. Cole, the Beyonce, the Kendrick, the model of saying that you have an album coming out and then dropping the album the next day or the same day doesn't really work for an independent. Well, not even really. It doesn't work for an independent artist unless you already have a fan base and you're, you're only focusing on that fan base. Right. And what I mean by that, if you have a fan base of 100,000 people and when I say 100,000 people, I'm talking about a database of 100,000 people that are constantly purchasing something from you. Right. We had a. Um, we talked about this a couple episodes ago about, you know, lowering the numbers and really just paying attention to your real customer base. And so if you have a hundred thousand customers or for the sake of this more realistic, 10,000 customers that actually spend money with you, surprising them is, is, is okay. If you're only trying to target them. Now, if you're trying to grow it and get more fans, then you might need to have a, a better marketing plan in place. But if your thing is like, hey, I'm only trying to feed these 10,000 people. These 10,000 people spend $10 with me, you know, every month, then I'm not mad at you at all, right? That's that's cool. I, I mean, that's $100,000 a month, right? So you're doing something right. But if, if that's not you, right? If, if you're growing a fan base and you don't necessarily have a fan base, then that announcing a week before your album comes out that you're you're dropping the album with no real plan in place is a disservice to you and so once you figure that part out right and and, I, and i'll say at this point it's probably closer to 60 40 of um single driven versus project driven right i can't really say albums because some people only drop mixtapes or whatnot but wherever you decide to be the plans have to be in place and you have to figure those things out as an artist right 
you can't just really go willy-nilly and, and think that something is going to happen. I, and I hate to say it, but it, it's just the truth. So you got to have plans in place. Now, what kind of plans am I talking about? Things as simple as artwork, you know, having a, a, a solid team in place, someone that is great at a couple of different things, right? So make sure you have somebody that's great at graphics, somebody that's great at video, somebody that's great at mixing or, or, or you know, as great as it can be around you. But you got to have those plans in place with finding yourself as an artist. And I say that to say, I take an artist like Currency, right? I, I, I watch his, um, watch his, I watch his business model fairly closely, right? So an artist like Currency, in several interviews, I've heard him say this over and over put a light mix on it and put it out he is an artist that he drops projects right mixtapes eps and he does it at a frequent pace almost seems like monthly currency is dropping something new and he plays the frequency game but he plays it with with projects not necessarily with um singles if you will so but his thing is I'm not really focusing on the quality of the music. People like what I do. They like the, 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 the stoner vibe and they like the, the bars and all of that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create at a high output and I'm going to put out at a high output. And I'm not really focusing on all of the, the other things. When I get ready to put out a commercial project, then I'll do so. But right now I'm just trying to feed my fans. And if that's your your plan of just feeding your fans, which is there's nothing wrong with that. You just got to have the plan in place to feed them. So, like I said with Currency, he doesn't care about mixing to to his greatest point, right? He's just like, hey, make sure that it's listenable. We're going to put it on the project. We're going to put it out, and we're going to hit the road. And that, that works for him. I've been to Currency shows, and to my surprise, because I'm not the biggest Currency fan. I respect what he does, and, and I listen to the music. And some things I gravitate toward from here and there. But the one thing that really caught my eye, um, I saw Currency in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, we had a show in Mobile uh, the day before and we decided to stay uh, to catch Currency show. But the one thing that stood out to me about cur seeing Currency perform was that, number one, he knew every song, which is very surprisingly considering his output. But what was more surprising to me is that the fans knew every word to these songs. And it got me to thinking about like, man, how can they keep up with this much music? And it's because of the market and the, the model that he put together. Like, it's almost a cult following, if you will. I'm going to put out these projects. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to rap exceptionally well on these projects. And I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing the output, keep having the output. And thankfully enough, he has fans that are, are, are dialed in to what he's doing and they're sticking with it. And, and it's and it's absolutely working for him. Right. And, and to see that putting out this high output of projects and then being able to tour is really his model. It's not putting out the the. And this is no shot set currency, but I don't think currency's motto is let, let me put out the best music that I possibly can. I don't think that that's what he's doing. I think his thing is I'm going to catch a vibe, whether that vibe's going to be, you know, five tracks or, 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 or 10. I'm going to catch a vibe. I'm going to put these out. 
and I'm gonna let my my fans dictate what's what's good and what's not good. All right, I'm just gonna leave it up to them. I'm gonna put it out. I created it, and here you go. So you tell me whether or not you like it or not, and leave it alone. And then we're gonna hit the road and see the reception. And it got to a point during that show where Currency would say like, "What do y'all want to hear?" And he would just put something on, and and I mean, people are rapping word for word. It was it was very it, it was pretty much a, a great sight to see and motivating um, on on my end just to to figure out different ways to. to treat and and feed your your fan base right and so getting back to the conversation on figuring out what type of artist that you want to be um there are a lot of things that come with being an artist it's not just the music i'll go as far as to say that it's probably 10 to 20 percent of the music everything else is just you know a vibe or your Instagram and seeing how you look and there's so many other things the marketing of it I think is you know the other the 70 percent with the the 10 to 20 being music and the other 10 percent is being preparation I don't want to use the word look I think it's just your preparation because if you prepare and and you have an, an exciting product and by product, I mean you included, you and the music included. I think people will gravitate toward that. You know, you have to just be in those places for the opportunities to happen. But the music is just not it. And the perfect example of this is you have artists that they just throw out anything. They don't really care about, you know, the quality, um, but the allure of of them as an artist the their look right and and i'm going to use yadi and not even this is not a bash or anything but i'm just using yadi as an example when i first saw yadi i did not like the music this is just me talking i didn't like the music i don't necessarily like him in interviews i I don't think his personality shows a lot in his interview i think he's just really more so a a very reserved person um that happens to make music but the one thing that stood out was his look right i mean it's kind of hard to miss red um braids or plaits or whatever you know with with bees and and it's hard to miss that and so the look alone made you want to pay attention it also, on the flip side, made people prejudge and say like, oh, here go another one of these mumble rappers or whatever, right? But you still listen to the music. And what I'm saying is there was something else like, and I don't want to use the word gimmick, but you got to have something that's going to lure people in, right? The, like, remember what I said, the music is 10 to 20%. The marketing is 70%. And so if the marketing is there, the marketing for Yachty was, all right, here's my look. I'm being authentic to myself because this is how I really am. But here's my look. And now I'm going to allow you to dictate whatever you feel. My, my music output is going to be the same, but now it's up to you to decide whether or not you're going to like it. You're going to hate it. You're going to love it. It's up to you. I'm, I'm done with it now. But your eyes are on me, right? Same thing with Migos. When Migos first came out, they're, they're big first hit I'm talking about that really called attention was Versace so 
what they did everywhere you saw them they were in vintage vintage designer with with you know elaborate gold vintage pieces that's was that was their look and, and it's partially still their look now but at one point that's all you saw from them and so they they looked like they matched the record right they had a record called versace and they were literally dripped in versace so it matched what what was going on right so if you're if you're an artist if you're an r&b artist and you talk about love and you talk about relationships your look needs to say love and relationships it doesn't work out for you if 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 it doesn't say that you you, you got to find a way to keep your own identity i'm not saying switch up who you are as a person but it has to be something that when i see it it makes me want to listen to the rest of the music it's just outcast was criticized for a long time in their career for always looking different in fact the whole dungeon family were pretty much criticized for looking different but them looking different like that it made you want to pay attention to the music and it just so happened the music was great but the things that they were doing the way that they were dressing back then were eye-catching right we all remember dre wearing um shoulder pads like you know football shoulder pads why do that right <laughs> but at the same time why not we saw it we made a we made a judgment or an opinion on it it drew us in and now we had room to criticize whether or not the music was good or bad or we were just going to talk about Dre. And either way all of those things are great because you're still communicating about it I'll use ourselves as an example for Peyton America, right? When we dropped Peyton America, the first image you saw was Donald Trump. To be completely honest with you, Donald Trump is only mentioned, and not even all the way, it, Trump is mentioned one time on Peyton America, on the intro. That's it. But the allure and the energy of what was going on when everyone's seeing like hating or loving Trump everybody in disbelief that he's a president of the united states of america we use that so when you see the album cover and you see donald trump with the the horns and the demonic look of trump and it's a caricature you see that and you're automatically enticed to want to find out what is this about and so you you lure in the title paid in america you automatically make judgments of it but it's in your head the whole identity of of your brand should be some type of way to get in people's head whether good or bad you got to figure out a way to get in people's head like if i can't get into your head as an as an artist you're going to be in trouble right like i said the music is 10 to 20 percent and i hate i i personally hate that the music is 10 to 20 percent because i grew up in a time where music was so important but i'll also go along to say that you know all the stuff that was coming out when i was younger i'm 33 right so there were a time when there was some trash music coming out but the marketing behind it was was great so we gravitated towards it and we listened to it right nothing has changed number one i don't want people to you know i i used to be one of those people's like oh man like i don't you know this is not this this is not good this is not that honestly it, it it's no different from our era 
there's a lot of stuff like shout out to nelly but truth be told nelly didn't have a lot of great music like if you go back and listen to that stuff like chingy for example chingy had hit records that we love and listen to but if you go back and really listen to those records they don't necessarily hold up right i mean if, if you listen to them it's just it's just cool <laughs> it's not anything that's gonna make you you know like oh man i i, I love this record know what's going to happen when those records come on you're going to go back in your mind and think about what was going on at the time when they when they were out right for me no matter what happens in life whenever i hear jaquan tipsy remember him jaquan tipsy whenever i hear that song i automatically think of spring break daytona beach when me and, and the fellas said like man we're gonna go into these clubs they had a thing you know you had a wristband basically so you go into these clubs you get your wristband and you're free for the rest of the night but you just had to go in before a certain time to get your wristband and then you know so we was like we're gonna go in i think the club was called 300 we're gonna go into the club and after we go into the club we get our wristband we're gonna go and get something to eat that was the plan that was the plan we walked in and jaquan tipsy came on and next thing you know it was three o'clock in the morning before we left right like i vividly remember these moments this is something that happened verbatim right and so whenever i hear that song that's automatically what's in my head i'll never forget that moment and so you're attached to moments i i attach that moment to that record right but if i really go back and listen to Jaquan Tipsy, there's not a lot about that record that really is appealing today. It was just an okay record. But because I had the marketing behind it and because I had a personal attachment to the record, it made it seem bigger than what it was, right? All of these things happen on a regular basis. It's, it's all about the marketing. It's not about the music. I can't tell you all the words of certain songs, but it's more so about the vibe and the energy that was created for those songs. And while now I'm forever attached to them. So remember that in, in your um, in your day to day as an artist, like find out what type of artist that you want to be. Are you going to be an album driven artist or are you going to be the artist that put out singles? And let me tell you, neither one of them are wrong, especially if you figure out how to do it that's what it's all about figure it out how to do it who to talk to what market who's your market and i guarantee you'll be more successful as an artist so like i said we're gonna play a quick snippet or a teaser for the no buffer podcast I, I do appreciate you guys for listening i will be back next week with another episode um hey make sure you subscribe to this podcast on apple Podcasts. um great conversations for you and me and for others uh we're trying to to inspire culture uplift culture and, and spread the good word man so look as always if you have a dream pray on that dream research that dream and work into that dream becomes reality i'm last name good i just straight out the damn podcast see you guys next week hello people <laughs> <laughs> he's starting off already <laughs> everything that is culturally ratchet Culturally, I you like that. You, she loves it. Look, look, you know, it's you perfect. I was just typing stuff, right? And right. then I was like, Ratchet. Then I was like, I don't want to just say ratchet. Then I was like, You gotta let her know, just just give it, just put I it was out like, there. Yeah.
culturally ratchet. Ooh, that rolled up. Ooh, it's, it rains out. It just rolls off. Yeah, it's everything. Cause it's, it's kind of like you got certain people want to look at. Then you got other people like it's fit everybody. It's Correct. A mood, culturally, it's it's a, it's a mood, not even a vibe. It's, nah, a, mood. it's a mood. Mm, right. Serious question: When y'all put up them posts, did y'all get DMs? I got a few. I got some. No, I got a plethora of DMs. You did. Look at you. <laughs> Word of the day. <laughs> Word of the day just popped up in my phone today. That's your thing. That's Word your of the thing. day, Word bro. Of the day. Word. So the word of the day today wow. is what? What is the word of the day? Plethora. Plethora. <laughs> can, we, can we get a Webster's dictionary? You want a Webster? Or are we gonna get Steve? Let's do Lingo Steve's yeah. definition. What's Lingo Steve definition? Word of the day. Many. Many. An abundance. An abundance. Amen. Mm. Like amen. Amen. Well, well <laughs> you better preach, <laughs> young brother. Mm. You better preach, young fella. Mm. I feel like a like a, a stank bomb or something went off. I'm. Some uh, ham or something? What, what's that might be up a little good. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm saying like, what, the, what, what happened that, that we don't know what about? Movie that was that said that? What movie that? <laughs> oh, that, oh, that what happened that? Next Friday, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> when he stuck in that dog shit. Bro, that's all the little bro. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that. I heard that in a minute. My apologies. It's all good. It's cool. It's cool. I don't know what just happened. I didn't smell it. It I might be this it. right here. Somebody before me had a. Uh, no. That's always a dangerous thing. Oh, Bilal. Dragon proof. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you went back to house party. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with the quotes, though. Oh, now. man. <laughs> That's why you lingo Steve. Well, I got to get a new car next week, so. True. So. How that going? Man, listen. Just, you know, never total your car. Mm hmm. Just don't do it. It's not fun. I know nobody intentionally does this shit. So how you told us to car? Listen. All right, all right, cool, cool, you know, cool. G4, I mean, fifteen, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> I plead the whole fifth. Okay. And one, um, two, three, four. It's just not fun. It's not fun. I, I had to. I thought I was gonna be able to at least go up there today and kind of see what I wanted, but oh, you go. It. If you go there at nine o'clock in the morning, you're gonna be there at nine o'clock at night. No, it's it just goes. No, I know like the process you be trying is to long. Figure out what mm. car you want. They got to get the paperwork right. They stay going right. back to the I office. Menti- like, bro, I, 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 mentally, I mentally prepared myself. That's why I took today and tomorrow off because I was like, if I'm gonna go buy a car today, tomorrow, the next day, mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with nobody like people. So I was okay. like, I'm gonna take Monday off, go get the car. Tuesday, I'll probably ride around and I'll just sit the fuck home and cry. So I was gonna <laughs> do that. <laughs> and I went up there today and I had to do all these insurance things, all these claims. And it was funny because, so the fucked up part was that my gap asked me for a police report. And I was like, I ain't got one. They was like, so how did your car get towed? And I was like, well, I left it. And the police came in and towed it the next day. Mm. They were like, so you don't have a police report? I was like, no. Mm. It was like, you got no DUIs? I was like, no. So you don't have a police report? No, I don't have a police report. I left the car there and then I went home. It was like, all right. So I had to go through all these things. And it's been a long That's, fucking yeah, day. Yeah. So shout out, shout out to Enterprise. It's been a very tedious day. Shout out to Enterprise for my for my rental right now. I cooked today. I made a tofu scramble that I'm very proud of. Okay, okay. Eat healthy. You heard it, bro. Don't do that, bro. You heard it. It's bro. good. Tofu. Now, real talk. When you want to like substitute eggs, you can. Um, I'm not gonna say I'm. I'm just trying new things. I'm not eating red meat or pork. Um, but I want to eat healthier. Trying to get you on that, man. You don't want to play them games, though. Listen. 
As long as I can see my little mans, I'm straight. <laughs> all righty then. He said, like, hey. like, what's that? What's that switch? And then it's like, all right. right. All right. All right. Cool, all right. Cool, 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 cool. Hey, who going to say something? Uh, I didn't know who was speaking, bro. I was calling uh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I'm like, so we say this again. No buffer podcast. As you see, we crazy, man. My last name good. <laughs> Cheyenne XO. Lego Steve. Hey man, y'all tune in 7 p.m. on Monday night. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. What we on my channel, Will? Live on TV. There she got it. Boy! <laughs> <laughs>